Hi friends, this is Tammy Sue, and I am so glad that I found you. I'm glad that you found me. You know, I really want to say thank you because I believe that the Holy Spirit has connected us through these airwaves. And I am doing this podcast out of pure obedience because I do feel that we each have a story and we can each help someone along the way because our stories are for God's glory. So I saying all that, I want to say I am thankful you're here and I just want to share a little bit more about my, as we go deeper in, this is season three, episode two. So as we're going deeper in this podcast and as God's taking me deeper on my inner healing journey, I need to, I want to share a little bit more about my background and where my story, where I came from. So this is a testimony and, um, I hope it blesses you. So I want to start by saying, isn't it funny how our body never forgets and our subconsciousness can remember things that we just don't, we just forget. Um, We get so busy in life and we just kind of, you know, keep going and going and going. Well, in my, you know... (laughs) I am a very busy, very blessed uh, business owner and um, kind of don't always pay attention to the date. Now, the days of the week, yes, I know the days of the week. I know who I see on those days. And, you know, I look at the dates, but I don't pay that much attention to the date as much as I do the day of the week now in this time of my life. So... For the last, I don't know, four or five days, I've just been off. Something has, and I keep telling my husband, something's off, something's off. And and something just didn't feel right. And so yesterday when I was at work, one of my clients said, happy 8-8. And it hit me that it was August 8th. And it just spiraled a memory, you know, sparked a memory, and I shared my story with her, and we were both standing in the middle of my business, and we both had tears in our eyes, because sometimes I forget how far God has really brought me, and sometimes I forget about His goodness, and so subconsciously, I think that I had realized that this year marked 20 years of the incident that changed my life forever and um, changed my life drastically and so when she said happy 8-8 August 8th it just really reminded me wow 20 years ago today so I just want to share that with you Um, so I am highly deadly allergic to latex and latex products deadly um did not find it until i was pregnant with my first child did not realize it um 
but it answered a whole lot of questions about when I went to a dentist when I was a little girl. Um, but we did not, it was not confirmed until I was 25. So I didn't have a diagnosis. Um, you know, I battled eczema. I battled, um, I couldn't breathe when the dentist had his hand in my mouth and they were thinking that I was hyperventilating and, um, I wasn't, I was, you know, not dealing well with the latex being in my mouth, but, um, so anyway, highly allergic to latex and, um, I, 20 years ago on, in August 8th, 2003, I had, um, a seven-year-old little girl. I had a four-month-old little baby boy. And my husband was home about five or six days from deployment. He was a United States Marine. And he was home for about a week, I would say. A little less than a week. And I had to go to the... We were in the military. I had to go to the medical center and have a lump removed underneath my arm and it was just going to be taken for biopsy they were just going to take the tissue for the biopsy a simple procedure 20 minutes long and I was going to be in and out of recovery in two hours and on my way simple day and so I thought this is what I remember and then I will tell you what other people have told me and then I will tell you what I experienced So what I remember was when you wake up from the surgery and, you know, when they say your name and, um, so they were saying my name and I was starting to wake up and they were getting ready to wheel me over to recovery. Another healthcare uh, professional came in to take me out of the operating room and into recovery. Well, when, as we were wheeling down, as I was, they were pushing the bed down the hall, um, I remember saying, I am really itchy. They rushed me back to the emergency, um, back to the operating room, and that's all that I remember. I remember waking up a few days later. So, I was told, mainly by the anesthesiologist uh, through the anesthesiologist to my mother so my mom had told me this next part so basically um, when I started itching they gave me uh, medication and the medications that they gave me there was a couple of them it had thrown me into cardiac arrest because they they gave me too much and they threw me into cardiac arrest um doctor called me I was flatlined they did try to do measures to bring me back I flatlined doctor called me doctor walked out of the room anesthesiologist and nurse could not stop working on me they did not stop working on me um I don't know I don't know all I don't really know this was like I said third party hearing this I um, anyway they worked on me until they brought me back um, and then they had to transport me from the medical center to the local hospital 
I had to stay in the ambulance for a little while because the hospital did not have any place that was latex free to place me. So they, um, so I was transported to the hospital and in this time period it took like three or four hours. From that point, my husband was still in the waiting room. Remember I told you he was a returning, just returned from being deployed in the middle of everything that was going on in 2003. And um, so they, somebody had went out and, or he had checked on me and because it was taking longer than they thought. And someone had, he had to call somebody. They took his keys, they called somebody. And um, then they told him, anyway, his uncle came and picked him up, took him to the hospital where my mom and dad were already there waiting um, for me to come out of the ambulance. I was still in the bay in, in the ambulance waiting to find, a, waiting for them to, they were waiting for a room that was latex free. So anyway, back in the day, this is when latex was pretty well used in the hospitals. And um, so a few days later, I woke up and remember I told you I had a four month old baby. Well, supposedly my sister was bringing my children up to the room with me to see me and bringing the baby up in hopes that I would wake up and, you know. And um, I don't remember any of that. I woke up a few days later, saw my mom and my husband sitting in the chairs beside my bed. And um, I had no idea that days had went by. It, I thought I had just woke up from surgery. So whenever I did muster the strength to stand up and look in the mirror before I was going to the bathroom. Um, I had noticed burn marks on my chest, like right where your top of your shirt or top of the gown was. And I pulled down my gown and I had seen this like outline of a rectangle almost. And I, that is when my mom and my husband told me, you know, the doctors were coming in, they were checking me out. Um, and they had told me, they were telling me what, what had happened. Um, and I kept asking where Jacqueline, my oldest daughter, I kept asking where she was at. And um, so what I experienced was, now I don't know if if this may sound weird to you, but this is what happened to me. This was my firsthand experience, and this is what happened to me. I was walking, I was walking. It was nice, it was beautiful, it was warm. It, the, it felt like the something, like almost like the sun was hitting my face. Um, and off in the distance, there was like, not really mountains and not, not it was like these half circles and they lined like the, they were lining, um, 
in the distance. And um, and I was walking toward him. I was, I was there was nobody else around me. Um, I was just walking and I was happy. And I heard my daughter say, Mommy, can you fix my hair? And I turned around and she was standing there and she was wearing a yellow sundress and up top it had five blue butterflies that went from the one shoulder to the other shoulder. And she was holding a blue hairbrush and she had no shoes on. And I turned around and I came, I went to fix her hair. So I said that, I'm like, where's Jacqueline? Did anybody fix her hair? You know, so I can't tell you the scientific part about it. I, I do know that I had major complications. Um, I know that I had a long journey ahead. I couldn't walk from my front door to the mailbox because I had pneumonia really bad. I also was scared to death to leave my house for I, I, a long time because latex was everywhere. And with me just having this horrible reaction, my next reaction would have come really fast. So as petrified it, 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 my, what I was doing for work, I, I basically was out of work for a few months. Um, just my husband had to get reassigned to somewhere closer because we had a, a newborn baby. He had to be nearby. And so he, his, um, he was stationed nearby and just different that life changed drastically for me. The fear of of getting around, getting in contact with latex, you know, brought back that that was going to happen to me again. And um, it's still something I'm very sensitive to. Thank God um, in the medical facilities, they do not use much, if any, latex products anymore. Um, thank God we had really good insurance and everything was taken care of when it came to that part no I did not go after anybody because I was very thankful to just be alive and I was thankful that I was given the second opportunity to to live and I know without a shadow of a doubt that I came back because my children needed me so when, when you talk to me, it's not going to take you long to know or to realize that my family, my children mean the world to me. And I am very grateful for the opportunity to be their mom. And I have given them to Jesus every day. And I have walked with him to raise them and trusted him in situations with their lives, with their, their salvation, with everything over and over and over again, because I know that he, I, they were a gift that he given me and I needed to take care of them and for him.
so when there is somebody that has a severe allergic reaction to latex I beg you to be sensitive to them any any allergy that will take their life be sensitive you do not know where they've been or what they've been through you have no idea I have no idea I just know that that careless act care the, the carelessness of one person one circumstance of not reading my chart of not realizing the severity of it one person one act changed my life and snowballed many 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 um, fears that came out of nowhere <laughs> and you know I thank God for being there I thank God for the last 20 years I thank God for the gift of parenting um, my children are now 19 my youngest is 19 my oldest is 27 and um, you know I am just blessed to have had the last 20 years with them and I thank God for his grace and his mercy and I thank God for my journey and I thank God for bringing me to where I'm at and you know you're here for a reason there is something about you and something about your story that can bless somebody else. You know, what God did for me, God can do for you. Maybe not in that way, but see, God made himself very real to me through that whole experience. And I knew that I knew that I knew that even though where I was heading, I was at peace. I knew that I came back. I knew that he loved my children and he loved me enough to bring me back because of my babies. And, you know, your story may be different than mine. And you, God may become real to you in a different way. But your story can help somebody else. Your story can encourage somebody else to, if God can do it for me, God can do it for you. If God can show me how real he is, God can show you how real he is. You know, so many, I had just ran into somebody the other day who was mad at God because her brother had passed away suddenly and, and he, and she was just mad at God. And I remember thinking in my head, how could you be mad at somebody has done so much but see she didn't see God that way she saw God as somebody who took something away from her where I saw I see him as somebody who has given me so much and even though I have had um, I have lost loved ones I have I've gone through grief I've gone through a horrible pain and um, 
and things like that. I can always say that God was there for me. And, you know, there are times where I walked closer to God. There are times where I didn't walk as close as I should have. And I was far from perfect. And there I fell short every day. And I became very judgmental and very condemning because I was just brought up to kind of, if you didn't believe the way that I was brought up, you were not right. And I went through a long journey of God making himself very real to me, the way that I could understand. And I got away from denominations. I got away from doctrine and I found my relationship with Jesus. And that, my friend, is my prayer for you, is that God would make himself so real to you that no matter where you are on your journey, that you feel him, that he's there for you, that you know it and you know it and you know it. And that your story can bless somebody else. So I just want to encourage you today to revisit when God made himself real to you. Revisit the time that you knew that you knew that you knew that your God was real. Revisit that time. Share that experience with somebody. Because somebody else may be on the fence. Somebody else may be doubting if God's real. Somebody else may see God as a judge and not as a a father. Somebody else may not have the relationship that that you that they need to have with their their creator. So I encourage you to revisit the time when God made himself real and share your story with somebody. And I just want to thank you for listening to this little piece of my history this little piece of my story thank you and be nice to someone today be kind remember that we are a bible verse that someone's going to read today and hopefully your bible verse makes them closer to God and challenges their relationship with God too So I hope you have a great day. Remember, God loves you. And you are here for a purpose. And I pray that you walk in your purpose. And I pray that you have the patience and the ability to face today. And face anyone who comes your way. And just remember, your smile may be what that other person needs. So be nice, be kind, be humble, and walk quietly before your Heavenly Father so you can hear His voice and allow the Holy Spirit to guide you today. I love you guys, and I am sincerely praying for every one of you who listens to this podcast. I hope you have a great day. If this this blesses you, I ask you to share it. Just share it with somebody else. Maybe somebody else needs to know that God is real and that God loves them. I hope you have a great day.